What's something funny we said that we could like hint to? You know, like listen to hear about how Julie's drunk right now. Julie's oh really God, drunk. No, not the funniest. Part. No way. <laughs> how your sex toys can also work as fire escapes. Want to learn about preventing intruders? Learn from about coming alien overpositing. Oh, yeah. Do you want to hear about how you can be impregnated by an alien egg? Mm. There you go. Mm. Listening to vagina. Also, just listen to us touch Julie's sex toy that she brought <laughs> and say, ooh, how soft. <laughs> and test the homemade lube. Yeah. We've got it all tonight. This we week, we test homemade lube and touch Julie's vibrator. <laughs> Doesn't get more personal than that, folks. See you next week. <laughs> does sound very strange when you put it that way. <laughs> Welcome to Vaginance. We have got a two-part episode in front of us. In this first part, we're going to be discussing sex toys, our favorites and our least favorites, what we like to use alone, what we like to use with partners, etc., etc. And we'll also be discussing how we approach the topic of sex with our partners or how we've historically done that and how we might get over any stigma we feel or anxiety, anything like that. In part two, we're going to be talking a little more broadly about relationships and any transitions our personal relationships might be going through and how we are dealing with that, with communication, and just anything else that comes along. And yeah, just how we talk to our partners. Here tonight are your vaginantial advisors. I'm Becca. I'm Jules. I'm Maggie. And I'm Taylor. Um, also, are there marshmallows in that Tupperware? Lube. Lube? Oh, are we getting a taste testing? Oh, yeah, what? Do not eat. I mean, it is edible, <laughs> but this one does not... This one does not have the essential oils in it that we would normally put in it, so it's not going to taste like much. What are we talking about here? <laughs> I... <laughs> okay, seriously though, the lube world, I I've technically been in the lube world for a while in the way that you learn as you age that you need more lube or whatever and that makes life wonderful, but only very recently have I been like, wait, maybe this world can be fun and not strictly practical. So I really want to talk about lube. I hadn't even thought about that. Oh, you're talking about like with glitter and flavors and flavors. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know, or I had never heard, I was texting Taylor about this, I had never heard of using, like, flavored edible lube during oral sex. Like, it had never occurred to me. I'm like, well, there's already there's already yeah. lubrication. But, oh, my God, obviously, like, there's a ton of friction if you're going at it for a while. Mm -hmm. So, like, obviously, lube would help with that. And, like, why not make something taste like a pina colada instead of... Penis pina colada. Yeah. Pina colada. Pussy pina colada. Pina colada. Pina colada. Or pussy colada. Pussy colada. Pussy colada sounds way better. Pussy colada does sound better. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I like had never considered it. Can we make that shirt though? Yeah, 100%. I was going, no, I was going to say pina cunnilingus. Oh, that's good. So many. Oh, that's, yeah, this is endless. You're just in the next hour just coming up with puns <laughs> just on pina colada lube <laughs> i also did not know that until you texted me about well they make flavored condoms mm -hmm. which are for that purpose i believe mm -hmm. yeah because your vagina probably can't taste it if you can listeners let us <laughs> know call us immediately <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be amazing. I remember it wasn't until I was in my late 20s that I like read a sexual health article and it was like, obviously use a condom when you're doing oral sex. And I was like, I've literally never heard of a single person using a con, but like obviously because you can get STIs. basically as many STIs from oral sex as you can from like penetrative sex. And we all just ignore that. Like literally everyone. (laughs) Yeah. I would love to get a, um, a survey of people who have used condoms during oral sex. Yeah. And like, how did they get so smart? And was it an argument when you got into that or dental dams or anything? How did you manage the sexual communication? How did you talk about it? Exactly. Which is something we're going to get into. We're talking sex toys. We're talking sexual communication. And we might get into some relationship transitions that those of us in this room are experiencing today. So. I was just going to say, I do think it's an interesting. Yeah, I don't know how to say it eloquently. But like basically, as you get older and more comfortable in sexual health, you become better at being safe. Whereas. Mm -hmm theoretically it should be the other way around like you should be really safe when you're young and you don't know what you're doing and you're probably being more promiscuous yeah younger Mm -hmm. exploratory but like as you get older and more comfortable asking for what you want and what's Mm -hmm. safe and important for you it's easier to become safe whereas when you're young you're like oh there's a stigma like they're gonna be mad at me Mm -hmm. or that no one else does this and so you just like fuck it whatever yeah it's like that's sad and scary i don't know what the solution is to that other than education education is always the answer and everything de-shaming which comes from education yeah there's like it's not shameful to use it's not shameful to have sex it's not shameful certainly to use protection when you do um so tell us about this lube oh if you just jumping right into the lube all right yeah uh, julie just (laughs) brought lube to the meeting today (laughs) or we could just She bought a little thing of lube in a to-go plastic container and half a bottle of whiskey, so... I haven't even got to the whiskey yet. I'm not sure what kind of night we're going to have here. This is Madeira. Ooh. The whiskey's next. Wow, okay, so mm, a lot of alcohol and lube. Yeah, more I than I was expecting. Describing sex for me. No, I kidding. definitely just want to so have. Honestly, it sounds like a really Julie, great shout out. Julie made this a show and tell. <laughs> you didn't even ask what's in here. Oh Ooh. shit! I didn't know there was another container. It definitely has a charging port. Is it, it going to go off? It does. Well, it has a travel mode, so you can turn it off. Oh, so that it will stay off until you plug it back in. So you don't have to worry about it going off when you're talking to the customs and immigration official. That is genius. But what is it? (laughs) We'll get get there. Oh, my God. That is so (laughs) great. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a lube segment. Let's just start off with lube since. Well, also, I didn't know this was show and tell. Yeah, well, I know. Okay. Only one person did it. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> so what really happened was when I... I was <laughs> wearing nipple face. <laughs> I mean, we're at my house. So Ma- Maggie can bust some stuff out. Um, I was actually planning to make y'all some lube oh before I God. came. Oh my God, yeah. homemade lube, that's amazing. <laughs> my schedule is just not allowed. So... Rain check on that. Very stoked about that. So I just grabbed them that we had. And then while I was searching for, I had lost our recorder because <laughs> I put it away in a permanent home. So while searching for that, I resaw this and I was like, I'm going to throw it in my bag. There you go. Let's hear. Fate. So do you make your own lube? Yes. That's amazing. Can you give us a little rundown of your 
methods and, recipe and why yes. you and, and why, why? yeah Okay, so lube's great. All types of lubes are great. Different lubes definitely have different purposes. There are some that are safe for your sex toys if you're worried about the silicone breaking down. I'm not because even using this is primarily oil-based lube. And I use it with my sex toys and have not had any issues whatsoever. If I'm using my sex toy that much with lube that it breaks down, I can buy another sex toy. Yeah, right. congrats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, congrats. Thank you. Get, you Thank you. A, a badge for that. <laughs> Run down sex toy badge. Mm-hmm. But that's a totally different story if you need like condom safe lube, of course. Mm-hmm. Use condom safe lube and oil ones I believe are not. They can oh, cause really? it to potentially break. Mm-hmm. So I'll always check that. Of course, most condoms come pre-lubed. Mm-hmm. But if you need more, I think it's usually water-based lube is your mm-hmm. go-to for that. I don't love water-based lube because as it starts to dry, it can get sticky, mm-hmm. which kind of defeats the point of lube. Mm-hmm. So silicone's much better. Um, but I am such a big fan of this, mm. which is actually mostly coconut oil and cacao butter. Mm. So coconut oil on its own is fine. But the cacao butter makes it a little bit creamier and longer lasting. You always have so much cacao butter in your pantry. <laughs> now we why. know why. Wow. <laughs> Never would have guessed it's, it's so for your homemade lube. It's for lube and it is also for uh, ice cream. <laughs> that should be the like name of your memoir uh make a sweatshirt that say lube and ice cream mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. Um, i'm gonna write yes we're selling that on the fucking website i'm, I'm buying one right now <laughs> <laughs> i want a crop top that says lube and ice cream <laughs> oh please yes um yeah so coconut oil and cacao butter melted down and then a couple drops of like a cinnamon essential oil is really nice and a little vanilla it can be slightly stimulating but it's not it's really about the amount and with cinnamon essential oil you do not need much Mm -hmm. to get like the scent and so you could do like any like eucalyptus you definitely want to check and like maybe check on yourself Mm -hmm. with the essential oils to see if you have any reaction So you can go with like this has no essential oils in it. But I really love the cinnamon and vanilla. For the listeners who can't see right now, when Julie said test on yourself, she was pointing to like the soft side of your wrist. Mm -hmm. That's a good place to test something out before you test it out on your genitals. (laughs) That is true. Thank you, Maggie scientist. Yes. Yes. At your own risk, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good thing to mention. But yeah, so we'll usually just melt it down and then... We can throw it in one container and then you just have to warm it up a little bit before you use it. Or we got little molds that are like silicone molds that are a little coffee bean shapes. Mm. So we just pour it in there and then we just pop them out and we keep it in the fridge. Oh, so that's what those little things are. Yeah, they're like little coffee beans. Also, they're a little melty right now because they were not in the fridge, but you are welcome to. And you would just take one and like warm it in your hands. Yeah. You can you can touch it. These are totally unused. I would prefer a used one. <laughs> These are recycled. <laughs> the, the, oh yeah, you recycle the lube. That is so I cool. Put sauna and sweat it out. But like, they're like they're really nice for like partner massage and stuff as well. Ooh, rub my hand. <laughs> you want me to rub your hand? I want to see what it feels like. Oh, your hand. All right. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it is really nice. Ooh, it smells like desserts. Um, chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very nice also um, with it being the small coffee bean size and fresh out of the fridge can be fun. Because mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, ooh. 
That's many fresh. Sen- so many sensations. Nice. Yeah. And your ability to like target where you need it. So mm-hmm. if you want it closer to your clitoris, because you're going to have a lot of stuff going on there. If you want to pop one up inside and let that melt oh, before play. That. Uh-oh. Cool. Yeah, much more convenient than like squirting a bottle of lube. <laughs> right. And a lot of people like I feel like are very intimidated by the idea of I mean, I don't know what a lot of people think, but it could be intimidating the idea of like trying to find the right lube mm-hmm. and spending a bunch of money on lubes and you just don't know if they're going to like work with mm-hmm. your skin. It might be a good idea to experiment with some um, safe home remedies. Yeah. That's cool. That is so inspiring. I want to I can't wait to make my own. Wait, so do you put it in your mouth ever? Yeah, you totally can. It's all this is all food grade. Yeah. Food grade. That would make sense. Cocoa butter and coconut oil. Mm, that's really Whoa. cool. So many possibilities. So I literally what? never even thought of that until you brought thank you for bringing that yeah. to the show and tell today. <laughs> so what led you to the path of making your own lube? So there is a company in Canada that makes love butters, mm. which are similar and have a lot more other things. And the woman who runs it is actually an amazing herbalist who does extractions and like mm. makes essential oils for things. Mm. Um, and she makes one that's sort of similar to this. But it is mm. seriously like, I don't know, $80 for a container. Wow. And it's amazing and it's worth it and it'll last mm-hmm. you, but I'd rather not. Yeah. When I can just whip it up in my kitchen. Whip in the financial aspect back in here. I like it. Yeah. A little finance Save money on lube. hot tip. Can't be not having that lube. Make your own lube. Make your own ice cream. Lube and ice cream. <laughs> lube Saving and money. ice cream. Not fucking sweatshirt. <laughs> I can't wait. We should make a spreadsheet of how much you can save per year making your own lube and your own ice cream. <laughs> it would be I want to see charts. <laughs> yeah. Though lube does last forever, which is nice. Yeah. So my lube journey... I have always just like picked random lubes that say they won't break down condoms when that was most relevant in my life and have found out the one I like is the skin one S-K-Y-N they make a lube that I find effective and not sticky Um, but yeah now I was introduced I was listening to the Sex with Emily podcast if anyone's ever listened to it big fan she's the one with the sexual communication thing on Masterclass Mm, I've been meaning to listen to that yeah um, and she talks about how great lube is on all things, but especially oral sex, it's really great and underutilized. And so I bought a flavored lube for my the first time, Pina Colada, as you may remember. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's really cool. I think I really like it. It's, it is a little, like the one I have is aloe vera based, which seems really cool, but it dries pretty quickly. So they're like, use a lot. And you're like, okay, that seems like a good idea. But then it's really not because then there's like a lot of lube in your face. And that's not as appealing. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a journey. But now with the idea of making my own, that seems really cool. I really like the ones, and there's several different brands that do it, but the ones that like warm up with friction. Ooh, those are fun. If you oh, haven't, yeah. if you haven't done that, I've never used those. I do. They're very fun. Yeah. Hmm. I think. I mean, yeah. There's like lots of different brands. Even like KY has one. Mm-hmm. You can buy it at like, HEB. KY mm-hmm. has like a fire and ice or something. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. I've tried that one. Like, yeah. I um. Let me talk about my experience with cannabis lube. Ooh, yes, please. When I was living in LA, I went to a weed store and bought some weed. And the guy gave me a free sample of (laughs) cannabis lube. And um, 
I put it on and like I didn't feel anything for a while. And then I woke up at like 2 (laughs) a.m. It was like, whoa, (laughs) my pussy is high. (laughs) Like it was crazy. It was amazing, though. I would I would strongly recommend cannabis lube if you can get your hands on it. Would it be great for sex? Yes. Okay. It was like insane. But it, I felt not. But it took like hours. So this is maybe something you need to put on. Yes. in advance. It might be different yes. per person. It some could be different yeah. immediately when they <laughs> yeah. smoke weed, and then some people don't feel it at all. So, but see, and this was like I had never had cannabis loop before, um, but I had smoked weed many times, and normally it's like I get high pretty fast. But I just put on like you know they just give you a little tiny thing of it, and I just put all of that on, and it was like right before we were gonna have sex. And then I didn't like I was like, yeah, it's just like lube, whatever. And then it was like literally like three to four hours later when I woke up and realized I was very. But it wasn't like I wasn't headstoned. My vagina was stoned. It was noticeable. What stoned. does that mean? It Like numb and tingly and like it would, had its own mind. <laughs> That's incredible. It was insane. Wait, so did his penis feel it since... I assume that was involved. I don't. Yes, it was involved. I don't know because it was kind of like it was on me for a really long time and not him for a really long time. So I don't oh. think it like really affected him as much. Yeah. But that would be an interesting thing to experiment with. Like what what would happen if you put it on a penis? I don't know. There's a show on Vice called Slut Ever <laughs> and they have a whole episode about cannabis and sex. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a really good show. Yeah, you're always uh, um, recommending Vice documentaries to Spent a to lot me. of time watching Vice. <laughs> <laughs> I recall some other ones that I wrote down. That <laughs> I used to watch a lot more Vice um, when I had the channel on my TV, but I don't anymore. So. But there's definitely a sex toy episode that um, shocked me at times. <laughs> <laughs> And, and sent you online shopping at times? Yeah, there's something like, oh, like that could be cool. And then other times where I was like, wow, that's very scary that people are into that. But you know, people are into that. I'm not judging. I'm just, that would <laughs> scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some interests out there that I didn't know existed. And then when I find out, like, wow. Well, the one seems objectively we dangerous. may or may not edit this out of the podcast later. But the one that really like... I was just like, wow, I did not know that existed, was they make these sex toys, which are alien penises oh, yeah. that inject, like, alien eggs uh, into what? a person. They're called, like, ovipositors, and people get off on being, like, quote-unquote, impregnated by aliens. That's a thing. And you can get different sizes of eggs. Whoa. And stuff like that. And I did not know about this until I watched that episode of that show. And I think I was just like, yeah, it was, <laughs> Taylor's looking at me with her eyes wide open. Yeah, Wait, I, I no, got to know I'm more. Like, so what happens after My mind the egg is blown. Is, I had no idea. Is, is, it, is it like the kid toys, like the expanding sponge and you actually birth yeah. the baby no. alien? So I believe, that, but I believe that the eggs are made out of like a hard gelatin. So over time, they just melt. So you don't Whoa. have to get them out. You just leave them in right, there yeah. and you like feel they will like over time, you're like an melt egg and dissolve. <laughs> yeah. That learn is new wild. things every day. <laughs> yeah. that I, is, my mind is 
like blowing up right now. I kind of want to search an image to show you, but I'm afraid of what I'll see. But I'll I'll do it anyway. (laughs) Oh my! I think you know what you'll see. (laughs) But now that you say that, I totally believe that that is a thing. That 100% makes sense. Because you like, it's like the idea of like, you know, like danger and excitement and like something like unknown. I yeah, I mean, so, I know. <laughs> it's shit like that that makes you feel real vanilla. <laughs> yes. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my! What did you Google? Ovipositor sex toy. Yeah, sh- pass that over here. Holy fuck! <laughs> I'm glad I could bring this to the conversation. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> they have Pornhub videos. Well, I know what I'm watching later. <laughs> Whoa. But so well, these are one-time use eggies. Right. The, the like. Do you like buy Dildo, more I assume, is what you would call it, can be used multiple times. But the eggs, you have to like keep buying, I guess. <gasps> Consumable sex products. Yeah. I mean, you fucking sell a membership, make some money on how that. How do you decide? How do you know, like, when the egg comes out? Like, do, how do you make that work? I think it's a partner thing. Like. You have someone deploy it, deploying it for you. <laughs> I assume. I don't know. I I've never done it, but uh, catch and release. I assume you can also like feel it. I can't believe I've never googled Bloop. alien porn before. <laughs> like I feel like that is something I probably would have looked up at some point. And now I'm. You do have I'm a badass like, UFO tattoo I'm like on your sh- arm. I'm kind of embarrassed that I haven't googled this sooner. <laughs> Aliens yeah, have we're very interesting penises. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's, I think, part of the appeal is that you can, like, self-design a dick however you want it to fucking look. It doesn't have to look like your standard penis. Can look you. In fact, you don't want it to. You want it to look alien. Yeah. This reminds me a lot of Sex Ed, the show. Have y'all watched it? Mm-hmm. And With the- Jillian Anderson? Yes, of course. One of the oh sexiest people alive. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah, the teenage sure. girl who draws all the crazy like alien yes. porn yeah. stuff. Yes, octo- totally. Alien yeah. porn. That's amazing. She would have one of these for sure. Oh, 100%. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Glorp. <laughs> wow. That is insane. <laughs> no, I'm not judging anyone in our listening group who uses these, but this is an example of one of the things that would frighten me a little bit personally. Right, right. <laughs> and that it was not on the radar. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm to be shocked. surprised, I have no idea. Yeah, to be surprised by sex things these days is pretty impressive. Yeah, for real, impressive. yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Keeping that on the lockdown. Yeah. I'm I am thoroughly uh, tickled pink by this <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can say that the uh, the least attractive thing about it, I I don't think it's objectively the worst sounding sex toy in the world. I think that the idea of leaving something in my vagina to disintegrate is the horrifying part because yeah. I'm so afraid of UTIs <laughs> and yeast infections. I would imagine that it it's not like a very long experience, but I agree with you. I'm also very afraid of um, that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even like lubed up condoms, I'm like, mm, they use too bright of colors on this condom. I don't trust it. Like, I, I only use things that I really don't think are going to affect my pH balance. Is it, maybe you make homemade lube alien eggs to deploy. Oh. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow is probably already oh. on it. I'm wondering if you can add cannabis essential oil into the lube, if that would, like, 
do something. You definitely can. I think you'd want to be very careful about your dosage. Right. Or dose. (laughs) (laughs) That whole thing in there. No, just thinking. I think it'd be cool to make my own, but then I'd want to add like a little bit of that in there maybe. We can start a lube factory in the kitchen. Yes, I've always wanted to. Lube and ice cream. Lube and ice cream. We got to open up a store called Lube and Ice Cream. That's all we sell. Can you imagine how often you would want to go to Lube and Ice Cream? Yeah, that would be amazing. Like, I feel like we have so many good ideas. Wait, can you imagine like our grand opening would just be a giant slip and slide party with... With I ice cream, loop. yeah, with ice cream, I mean, like, like it's an alien ju- dick like, that you slip out of. <laughs> <laughs> and you like, I love we'll call like it the ovipositor. Kitty pool of like giant gelatin eggs. I would love that. I like you leaning into this alien. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, months later, we're like Taylor, let it go. <laughs> Just buy the toy. <laughs> I think we need to sell these on our website. <laughs> like, um, yeah, no, I think that that would be such a cool store, though, if we made like only made homemade lube and ice cream. <laughs> it's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. it's a, We're at Corresponding Flavors. Incredible. Oh, my God. What a date night that would be. Right? Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, like an ice cream Such flavor that would pair night. really well with the lube flavor. Yeah, not the like, same flavor, but a pairing. Yeah. What like, if it's like chocolate ice cream and Merlot lube or something like that? Oh my god, y'all don't! I almost don't want to put this on the podcast because I feel like someone's gonna steal the idea. <laughs> it's a great idea. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> That's how trademarks work. In case you can know, <laughs> you say it out loud. In Texas, that is legally binding. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So, what were some of our other topics? Well, we favorite, favorite, extensively. <laughs> favorite sex toys. Favorite sex toys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is the episode where we reveal. We've been. We've been teasing it. We've told it. Beginning. Have we not? Have we not actually talked about it? Well, we should have we hinted, but not confirmed an endorsement. We should have a category for favorite sex toys when it's solo play, favorite sex toys partnered. Ja? They can be the same. Yeah. Ja? 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 S- start us off, Becca. Well, they might be the same for me. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's the same for me, too. <laughs> well, okay. So my so- favorite solo play, and we've probably heard this before, uh, is the... I don't actually know the brand. I think mine is Plus or Pulse Air or Plus Air, uh, and it's an air pulser, which uh, is a like clit- clitoris stimulator that uh, rather than like... It's meant to mimic oral sex, so like kind of uh, air puffing. Instead of vibrating, it yeah. shoots pulses of air yeah. in the clitoris, and it's a lot more like a flicking tongue or yeah. something like that. But and it does still vibrate, right? I mean, there's yeah. definitely vib. Yes, yeah. So it does have like a little O shape that sort of yeah. fits around, and that's in contact with you. So while it's yeah. pulsing the air, you do get some vibration a little bit of just vibration. from the device itself as well. yeah. So I love that for solo play, but I really also love it for partner play a mm-hmm. lot. Okay. Um, yeah, I really like it. Like, 
Well, a it saves your partner some time um, <laughs> if they want to if they want an easy out and give you a rock and orgasm. Mm-hmm. It's a great tool, or to but, free up their hands for other things. Exactly, exactly. Rather than like if you're having penetrative sex and they're stimulating your mm-hmm. clitoris, yeah, and supporting themselves or whatever. Yeah, it's a lot know? of things to be doing. It's a lot, a lot of, of things. things be, and if yeah. you want some attention to your nipples or mm-hmm. somewhere else on your body. A little butt slap. Mm-hmm. You want those hands free. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, hands free penetration is what we're talking about here, <laughs> while getting insane clitoral insane stimulation. stimulation. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I really, I really like it um, while being penetrated too. Though sometimes I get overstimulated when there's too much going on. <laughs> um, the so the partner play toy that I like that I just haven't found a way to use on my own is my bondage tape or rope. <laughs> I'm sure there's great ways to use it. It's not some it's never been something that I found arousing is to be uh, bound and alone. <laughs> I'm having really interesting pictures now. Like one like one ankle is is taped off and one arm is taped off so you can still stimulate yourself. But you're like <laughs> I mean, there's probably that doesn't sound I can't awful. <laughs> God, I just one know I'm gonna come broke. home one day. Becca's gonna be like, Taylor, <laughs> I'm bound and alone. <laughs> Don't be shocked when you walk into my room. <laughs> Gerald's game. <laughs> yeah, just by myself. <laughs> I'm dehydrated. Bring me water. <laughs> I also love fuzzy handcuffs. All right, Taylor, what about you? Okay, wait. Before we jump to Taylor, I would love to hear more about the bondage. Yeah. What, so your, like I'm... first interest, your introduction, how you navigate that with a partner. Yeah. Okay, so I'm like, I mean, I would be definitely considered a novice because I don't know how to tie anyone. I only know how to be tied, and I'm not even sure I'm good at that. (laughs) Um, But no, I had a partner who was into it, and so I was like, okay, I'll try it out. But I, like, never quite enjoyed it. Um, It always took a long time, and I was like, oh, my God, I was already on the edge about having sex at all tonight, and now (laughs) I'm just, like, committing to this time thing. Um. And so it was like, I, I like realized that I do kind of like it. And then he like got fuzzy handcuffs, which I love. I love handcuffs because that's like quick and to the point, gets you bound. Um, but I even like getting tied up like with a t-shirt or anything. Um, and then I had another partner who was like very proficient at the rope tying. And it like blew my mind. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Now I get it. I get it. Um, so that's what kind of turned me on to that more properly, I guess. Um, but I don't know. It's not something I like need uh, in a sexual relationship, but I have a lot of rope in my sex drawer just in case. <laughs> you just need to belay out the window. You know? <laughs> so, so it's true. It also is good in a fire it escape. Is. That's what, yeah, ex- absolutely. Multiple purposes. Yeah. <laughs> or like bind an intruder if I need to. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Um, so yeah, I also have bondage tape, which is 
a more accessible version for if you're like into the idea of bondage without wanting to learn how to tie because you do want to learn how to tie properly to not hurt your partner or just make them itchy. <laughs> um, and bondage tape is cool. It looks like a roll of duct tape, but it's tape that only sticks to itself. So it's not going to stick to your hair. It's not going to stick to the bed. Um, so you just kind of wrap it around your wrists or whatever it is you're going to do. And you can rip it with your teeth and then it peels right off. It's super accessible, safe, yeah. and a lot of fun and easy. Um, so yeah. Those are some how, fun. how do you approach conversations with new partners on like things that you're interested in trying? Yeah, I mean, for me, I tend to, and I'm not an expert in any of this, but I tend to address it very quickly, um, like maybe even before we have sex, uh, to tell them everything I'm into. Like, I can think of a conversation I had with a previous partner, maybe from a couple of years ago, where I like, it was our third date, we hadn't slept together yet, but it was clear we were going to that night, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, so is sex important to you? Um, is there anything you're into? Any any kinks that you'd like me to know about? Because I figure like the sooner your partner knows what you're into, mm-hmm. the sooner that you can they can either like start researching it or be like, holy shit, I'm into that too. Or I'm into this thing that's kind of like that. Um, and then if you're into something and they think that's weird, then they're not going to be a good partner for you either way. Mm-hmm. Um, so better to find out earlier rather than later. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually like do it in a very administrative kind of cut and dry way pretty early on. Mm. <laughs> All right, Tay, tell us about your toys. What are the tops? Top Tay's top toys. Um, I don't really have many. I'm not as much of a connoisseur of sex toys. Uh, I have the Pulsate pulsing your thing because you told me to buy it (laughs) you're like i got it from walmart for 30 dollars, and i was like okay i'll get one Uh, have you tried it yet i have it's amazing cool good 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 and then i bought jessica one too yeah (laughs) for her uh wedding that's amazing i bought her a soft blanket from sam's and a vibrator (laughs) from walmart it's perfect um yeah no that's really it that's all i I don't really, I don't know. I don't have much to contribute to the conversation. Just tell us about your sex life. <laughs> Great. Not at all. So what do you do not with toys? <laughs> Let me just readjust here. <laughs> I mean, our room had a shared wall with your room in the Scottish Highlands, and there was definitely sex going on. So I know there is sex happening. <laughs> Getting that high. I don't think it was. I think it was a ghost. Actually, yeah, there was I a ghost in the house. So. <laughs> a moaning ghost. There could have been a ghost in that house for sure. <laughs> it was. It was a ghost. I promise. Um, no, it's good. I don't know. <laughs> so have uh, have you ever used like accessories or toys like when in solo play before, or has that just never been like a big part of your um alone or with partners? Yeah, not really. I had I had like one vibrator that I used. It was like the Lilo. Yeah. The nice ones. I used that. But it's just so much work to get out. And then I have to clean it. And I hate the whole process. So I almost never use it. Mm-hmm. Um, lingerie. Ooh, I'm not really. Outfits. No, I don't really use lingerie. No one's ever really like asked me though like I've i never... ask you all the time to wear lingerie <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if you bought it for me i would buy it, I would wear it. 
there is a package um, showing up at your house I next did. week. <laughs> oh, that actually reminds me, though, when we were in Costa Rica, we uh, were laying in bed one night and we were trying to find something just like watch for 30 minutes just before we went to bed. And cause we, we like we watched almost no TV is the only time we watched anything when we were there. And I was like, we should watch the Rihanna um, Fenty yeah. show. So we did. Ooh. And that was a lot of fun. It was really well produced. I was like, it's Damn. amazing. But he was like, he was like, maybe we should buy you some uh, Fenty. And I was like, well, yeah, you buy it for me and I'll wear it. Cool. But um, yeah, I know. I, I like that stuff. I just never. I, I don't know. I always feel like a bit silly when I dress up, you know, because I feel like it's not, I don't always feel like sexy i'm always kind of like pretending to be sexy it doesn't really make me feel confident all the time i think if i found like the right thing that actually made me feel good i would but i don't know it's such a mental thing with me like whenever i'm not feeling confident about how i look like Mm -hmm. nothing is going like dressing it up isn't going to solve the problem Mm -hmm. so i don't know i don't i don't know sometimes i'll wear you know like a low cut top where I'm like, I feel cute, you know? <laughs> but one time I, I wore this shirt that I bought that was like something I normally wouldn't wear, but I, I haven't. I've worn it a bunch since then. Oh, but I it's noticed the every shirt, time because of the this. shirt with like the, <laughs> the laces, the lacy shirt. I never even like, I never, that was never my style. Like never thought to wear that stuff. And then I wore, I bought it one time because I found this shirt that I thought was like really comfortable and soft. It was like American Eagle. And I wore it and Joey was like, <laughs> like his eyes changed i don't know what happened but yeah and, and i was like interesting so i like bought i bought like a couple like lace up things since then you that um, that dress from new year's eve was the dress from hot. new year's eve i bought yeah uh that was also like a oh i'm gonna try lace up and i do actually found that i really like that mm-hmm. and i never thought i'd be a lace up person but oh. i do like that so i have a couple things now like that but I don't I I still don't really have any lingerie, but I would like to buy some or try that. I don't know. Yeah. That's another thing too where I'm like, so I put it on, like I have to take off my outfit to put it on and then it's only gonna be on for like twenty seconds. So it's also a thing where I'm like, what's the point really? I don't know. You don't necessarily have to take it off depending on the lingerie. Oh my god. That's true. That's very Ooh, true. there's one I wanna buy you. <laughs> Ooh. lingerie can have crotch access um sometimes it's nice that's true like if you get like a demi balconette bra Mm -hmm. where your nipples could peek out the top Mm -hmm. then it just stays Mm. you know holds them in place that's true not a bad idea I do like the idea of keeping my clothes on when I have sex. Sometimes that's the move. You were so right when you said sex is mental. And sometimes it's like, I want something cute to wear that is going to just make me feel more covered up today. Yeah. Because I just feel like that someday. Exactly. Sex is so mental. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think like, and I don't wear lingerie all the time when I have sex, but sometimes it is really nice to have that as an option. Right. I, I love lingerie. It's not all the time, but a lot of times I like to wear lingerie. And it's for me, it helps me feel sexier because mm-hmm. I, despite, I feel like I'm my, what am I trying to say? I sound sexier your, than I am. Your personal brand? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I don't Leave have an ice cream. <laughs> I don't have like the highest sex drive in the world. And like, sometimes I'm just like, why am I not in the mood? And like, I'll yeah. put on laundry and it helps me like, really? Yeah, like feel sexier. And it's fun to like, 
show up at my partner's apartment and like have him take my top off and there's like l- crazy lingerie underneath. Right. Let's go. Um, Just put it on one day in the afternoon when you have a couple hours of work left. Mm-hmm. Just for you, not even for sex. It's probably going to end in sex. Because <laughs> the whole time you're going to be like, I'm wearing sexy lingerie. I'd be like, oh, I have a wedgie all day. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I know it's funny because sometimes I'm wearing something that literally I'm not even trying to be sexy. And Joey will be like, Damn, you know, and I'm like, I'm wearing a nightgown. Like, this is not. <laughs> hat, hat, hat. It's got like stars on it. I feel like a 12 year old. Like, <laughs> uh, But yeah. Becca, are you making an online purchase right now? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to get a smashing laundry. No, it's just, it's my favorite laundry. It's crotchless. It's amazing. It's so comfortable, like you could sleep in it. Mm, that does sound nice. Yeah, and it like handles my curves, man. Crazy stretchy. It's amazing. And it's like, because it it like laces down the abdomen, it feels like you can like walk around with it without like everything just totally wiggling out, which I, I like a wiggle out, but. <laughs> Sometimes you like feeling secure too. <laughs> Sometimes you do. Maggie, you up? Sure. Um. So it for solo stuff. I think maybe all four of us. I won't speak for Julie. <laughs> might can speak for me. Might have similar tastes, which is really speaking to that technology. I it think. Is. Yeah. Um. But oh. mine has the worst name. Yes, of all it of them. does. Yes, it's called it does. the Womanizer. I think oh, it is. It is wow. both the worst name and maybe the most expensive version. Because you were a very early adopter. I've heard that one's supposed to be like in, like even better than any of them though isn't it supposed to be the best it's good. i don't it's the only it's one primo i, I bought that one and didn't buy another one afterwards so wow. I, they claim to give you something beyond an orgasm <laughs> something called the womanizer would claim yeah that. it's <laughs> it it does some impressive things um and yeah like i said after that one i was like well i don't need to buy a different version of this <laughs> this one does the trick um but as for partner stuff i I think that's a very hard question for me to answer in particular because i'm so um responsive to who i'm with Mm -hmm. and their mood Mm -hmm. that like i might really enjoy something with one person and a different partner it doesn't work yeah totally. kind of thing so um i'm i'm down for also changing things but i was gonna say with that sort of non-answer that i gave you i do have something that i've never tried that oh. I want to try, uh-huh. which I should probably tell my girlfriend about. <laughs> I didn't really think about it until today when I was trying to like think of these uh, things to talk about. But you know the like vibrators that you can control remotely, or like <gasps> yeah, but yeah. you don't control it exactly. You give the remote it's like an to your app partner. or a remote that your partner has, and, like from a distance, and so like you could be at work and like you never know what's gonna happen today, <laughs> or like you're at dinner with your friends and you're. At, that would be maybe weird. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we're out at dinner with you and you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, you'll all know why. Like, you just okay. get really quiet. I like how you think you wouldn't know what's going to happen. I don't think Zach could be trusted with this remote. Yeah. I would get nothing done the whole day. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Constantly. That's true. <laughs> I think that'd be fun to try, though. And so I, think, sure. I think that could also... Um, you know, like you guys were saying, like sometimes you're like, man, I'm just not in the mood today. I kind of wish I was. I feel like something like that mm-hmm. 
if you're thinking about it all day and you have like stuff kind of going on all day, by the time you and your partner actually see each other, you're be like, all right, let's fucking do it. Like, <laughs> um, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Be a fun thing to try. For it sure. would be, if nothing else, it would bring a lot of laughs, I think. Yeah, yeah just like <laughs> figure out how to set like not during this particular work meeting. Yeah, like, you have to have a Google calendar. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Okay. Off limits time zones. <laughs> Oh, I was also going to ask you guys about, um, Do you have you ever watched porn with a partner? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, good, a- good answer to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing with porn is like, I think it's so dumb to deny that it, like you watch it. So to me, it's like silly to, to pretend that you don't. You know what I mean? Like everybody watches porn. Who cares? Like, of course you like to watch other people have sex. Like who doesn't? Like you'd be weird if you didn't watch porn. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, I to me that's not, yeah, I don't know. But we were talking about that with um, our friends at, when we had that girls weekend where we were talking about watching porn with partners and like sometimes... Uh, one of our friends made a good point though where she was like it, I don't like to do it because I only want to like go to certain points of the video and it's like not sexy if you're like trying to skip ahead and stuff <laughs> <laughs> which I was like that's a good point she yeah, needs like, 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 you pick your things where you're just like, like I don't want to see that like, <laughs> right there's certain things like I will watch alone and I don't want to watch with a partner but then certain th- like videos I'm yeah. like this is a watchable video with a partner so it sounds like porn sites need to have the ability for us to curate a highlights reel yeah mm-hmm. for like personal and partner totally like save your favorite yeah. like clips and then you could yeah. they do like a little bam, compilation bam, bam. well she said <laughs> apparently there's a reddit that's just like porn gifts and so they'll like send <laughs> porn gifts to each other which i thought was really cute that's a good idea i was like that's a great idea to be like oh i want to try this or like this is hot you know and it's like a quick little like gif I thought that was a neat idea. My girlfriend, a warning before I do that. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. The other thing I thought would be kind of cool, which another friend had uh, told me about years ago, was the tiny necklace that's a vibrator. Mm -hmm. That's just like a, I thought that was kind of a cool idea. What, so you can like travel with it? Yeah, it looks like a really simple like pendant. Like it's literally just like a like a gold or a silver just like pendant. But it like that you like turn the top and it vibrates. So like it could be sexy if like, you know, you're in the airport bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> a very long overseas in an elevator. Flight. I don't know about y'all, but I have been crazy horny on a plane before where I was like, I could have used one of those. <laughs> I don't know if I'd felt that on a plane. <laughs> I have. Luckily, we were in business class with beds that under the blanket you're, you were together. Whoa. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what did you do with the stuff? <laughs> what do you mean? What's the cleanup situation there? Keep it clean. Relative. Huh. <laughs> Maggie, you might Wait. have been on that flight. I don't know. You weren't next to us. I probably no. wasn't sitting next to you if I was on the flight. <laughs> just, I just cut you weren't. You on weren't. your headphones. Just, like, <laughs> just watching a bug's life. Yeah, like, still <laughs> as fuck. There, there were no people around us. Nice. That's yeah. great. <laughs> you are in the Mile High Club. Uh, surprisingly enough. Yeah, didn't think that would be of appeal, but... 
you know, if you have like a 40-hour itinerary, you can get pretty horny. Yeah. Boredom really brings it on. That's true. (laughs) That is true. All right, Julie, hit us. Um, Well, first, before I forget, so porn isn't a big part of my life these days, Mm -hmm. but a few years ago, did come across a female filmmaker Mm -hmm. who does like way more inclusive, like size inclusive and female centric Mm -hmm. porn. And I can't remember. I will look her up and put a link because I did watch like some of the intro clips to her stuff Mm -hmm. and it was great and so different. Really? Crashpad's a pretty queer, like inclusive, different. So this is like a very, like one specific filmmaker who started doing all these and she sold them through herself. So I don't know if she also distributes elsewhere. That sounds good. But I will find it and share it. I, uh, that reminds me, our friend, one of our other friends had mentioned there is a new uh, porn site that launched recently that's uh, ethical porn that a woman started. And it's all like ethically sourced porn videos which I thought was a cool idea. I don't know how diverse they are, but I assume that, you know, she's probably trying to get a diverse amount of stuff. Totally. Um, on the sex toy front, so I'm also in the Air Pulse mm-hmm. clit stimulation crew. I think mine's called the Satisfier Pro. And I was on their website this week and saw they make a travel version. Uh oh. So now I'm gonna have to get one of those. Um, <laughs> it's pretty sleek. Oh, fancy like black with little silver or gold type. Yeah, uh, that's nice. what I need in my life. I need a travel vibrator. They exist. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I need one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't need to belabor the point on how awesome this style of vibrator is um, or sex toy. But the other thing that's really great about it is if you want to try to climax at the same time as your partner, which is by no means anything that has to be part of sex, Mm -hmm. but it can be really nice. This is the only sex toy that's super reliable where you can be like, oh, we're we're going now. Okay, bam. And you can (laughs) you can time it. That's true. Wait, This is the you're talking about the pulsator thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. It's like immediate. Yes, <laughs> immediate and it's multiples like and like, <laughs> orgasm on orgasm. Like I was ready for a whole night. It's been right. like two minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> but how do you stop? That is the real problem with these things. Yeah. What do you mean? Because it gives you such an intense, great orgasm yeah. and potentially a chain of orgasms. And at a certain point, you're like. Where does one begin and one end? And can I have another one? It's just like, it gets scary. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I cannot scary. stop it's myself. Scary. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have a hand cramp tomorrow, not be able to type on my computer. True. <laughs> I need a little downtime, though, which is like, usually I will fall asleep. <laughs> well, you're a better person. Than I'm I really not. I wish that I could go longer. I feel so lame. I'm just like, one, and I'm like, I can wait a few minutes or I can go to bed. <laughs> I'm kind of that way, too. I'm either like they're either coming bam, bam, bam. I'm not going to like, generally speaking, have an orgasm and then like want to work up to another one over time. It's more like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it totally depends on my mood. But that that resonates with me. (laughs) It's not a problem I've had with any other toy. I'm not a super high libido person. And that, that, the first time Andy used it on me, it like was like that. And he was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) 
I still haven't used mine with Joey, but I think he might have a similar reaction. <laughs> well, and like, I mean, yeah. this was designed yeah. specifically single function. Yeah, it's technology designed specifically it's got with this one purpose. Job. Yeah. There's a big difference between sexual and intimate experience yeah. and a climactic orgasm. Yeah. Which can be part of or separate from. But the ability to make sure, especially for a lot of women who maybe have trouble or can get really in their head about orgasming, to be able to have something that you can use so you don't even have to think about that. It's great. You don't have to think about anything. You, you really don't. You can, you Normally, can enjoy the yes. sexual, intimate uh-huh. experience. Yeah. And when you want to orgasm, it's going to yes. happen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Normally, when I... If if I in order for me to have an orgasm, I have to like create a story in my head. I've got a story running. It's got to be like a whole (laughs) thing, right? It's got like. But with that pulsator, it's like I don't time for thinking. I literally can't even thought. Think. No thought. You're like, all right, ready for the story, and we're done. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Opening credit. Nope. Opening credits. I'm like, this was. This is what it must be like for a lot of men. <laughs> that's so funny that's so interesting i am um, i'm the same way i'd never wondered if other people were like that or yeah. yeah usually i mean i can enjoy sex and be very present but usually for me to orgasm mm-hmm. i have to have a story running yeah same yeah interesting mm-hmm. interesting what yeah. kind of story what does this mean Aliens. Mostly aliens. <laughs> Mostly it usually happens around the 100% <laughs> aliens. <laughs> um, it, well, it could be like literally exactly what we're doing, but like in a slightly different setting. Like, yeah. Which is fucking in a college lecture room. <laughs> yes, totally. It's got to be like a little bit dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I One of mine... Why do I? I don't know. One of mine is in a sorority house, even though I've never been in a sorority house, and objectively don't find them sexy. And I'm like, yeah, this is part of it. This is part of it. That is amazing. No, mine's like. Um, sometimes mine will be like he's like a college tutor. He's <laughs> over. <laughs> but we're not, you know, learning math or something. <laughs> I love and I flunked the test. <laughs> exactly. He's like, give me that A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's your favorite solo so and that, partner? Yeah, that's the top for solo and partner. Obviously, it doesn't have to be used every time, but it's nice to have it there mm-hmm. when we want it. And we've tried a number of different partner toys over time. You mentioned Lilo, and I remembered, I think there was a Lilo one that I have mm-hmm. that never gets any use because it is a great idea, but my partner is very well endowed. And so this particular toy has both like clitoral stimulation and something that slips inside your vagina and sort of mm-hmm. rotates a little. I mean, it doesn't rotate, but it's sort of, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you call this? Rotate. <laughs> yeah, that's like, like it doesn't physically circ- circulate. It makes a circular motion. Yeah. yeah. Inside your vagina. Yeah. But having that in during penetrative sex is just ooh, it seems like, like too much. Lot. Yeah. And to get it to like the problem I find with a lot of the toys that are designed for both clitoral and internal stimulation is it's probably not gonna hit your clitoris the way just a clitoris specific toy would. 
also. Mm-hmm. So that one's just kind of been shelved. The other partner toy that's really interesting is my show Ooh. and tell. So this is by Dame Products, which is a great company. We repost um, a lot of their stuff oh, on yeah. Instagram. I remember that one. We talked about that before. Yes. <gasps> oh, I love the look Wait, of it. I, it's oh. so adorable. Oh, my God. It looks now, so cute. Now, because of the Satisfier Womanizer Air uh-huh. Pulse toy, this actually doesn't get used much. But I still think it's a great toy and really awesome for a lot of people. So it is a very small Ooh. vibrator that sits on your clitoris. I will post a photo, and it has two tiny arms that sort of come out from the top and down the sides, Mm -hmm. and the arms are flexible, so you basically pull the arms in, rest this on your clitoris, and release the arms, and it sort of hooks into your labia. Uh, Like your labia majora? mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So it'll stay in place on your clitoris, give or take, during penetrative sex. That is really nice. That's fucking cool. What is that called? The Eva. By Dame Products. I have been looking for something like that. Yeah. And well, I haven't so really got been like, looking, but I've wanted something like that. <laughs> nice. Three, I think like three Is there speeds. an indention for your clitoris? So it actually sticks out more right wow. there. Wow. Oh, that yeah. sounds very stimulating. Yeah. So that's pretty great. It's also awesome for travel because as I mentioned, I think if you like hold the button down for like 10 seconds, it'll just go into a travel sleep mode Mm -hmm. and then it will not turn on even if you press the button until it's been plugged into power again. Wow. So it's not going to accidentally turn on in your carry on. Mm, That is really nice. It's very compact for travel, which is why I got it. I love it. That's yeah. amazing. I can't That's wait amazing. to look more into that. Dame Products has some beautiful looking toys. Yes. And they have one of the Air Pulse mm. style now, too. I don't remember what it was called, though. I was on their website today. Mm. I love that, like, the pictures of it are like in a seashell in your bathroom, surrounded <laughs> <laughs> uh, by cherries and apples. Like. <laughs> Uh, also, this is totally clean and sanitized in case anyone did want to like feel. It's a very soft matte silicone texture. So you have the fur. And the little arms, like if you press the little arms in, you can kind of get a feel for. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I really like this. Now, it's not super cheap. It is not cheap. 135 is. It's not. Cheap. Eva is 135 on her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, isn't Dame the one that has like little bundles though? Where I it's like no. clitoris bundle and it like hits you with the I think keyboard. I did see that on their site today. Yeah. Yes. I remember looking at those like, maybe I need a bundle. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I think I've covered like my favorite, maybe second favorite, things that didn't work for me but might work well for others. And then something I have coming in the mail that has not arrived yet Ooh. that I'm looking forward to is actually like jewelry that has tiny little lassos that are like non-piercing nipple jewelry. Uh. So it's got like a cool necklace that's like, you know, like a nice silver chain or something that then dangles down and has these two little lassos that kind of just Love cinch it. up. That sounds Love really it. cool. Send packs. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Do it for the gram. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, now, I'm waiting to see if that's actually going to work for me because I don't have, like, super protruding nipples. Like, of mm-hmm. course, they get hard and they stick out a bit, but they're not, like... Apparently, some women have some major, like, 
Yeah, I've seen um, it. And I don't have those. So it might like one more than the other. <laughs> one nipple impressive. more than the other. I might be a one I've got nipple tiny jewelry little person. Nipples. <laughs> yeah. Just make your house really cold. <laughs> I mean, yes, but my house is cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do y'all ever introduce food or anything into your bedrooms? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. In a sexual way, not in a <laughs> snacks in bed sort of way. Hey, Zach. in my bed. Hey, Zach. Meet Kiwi. <laughs> in a very, like, specific and, like, certain lines can't be crossed kind of way because it's like you don't want a UTI. Right. So, like, ice cubes can be fun. But, like, if we're doing whipped cream stuff above the waist, mm-hmm. like, cream stuff. <laughs> Or, you know, what other chocolate syrup, people do that. Like, mm. don't put that inside me, please. Oh, God. Yeah. That's <laughs> I am um, really good. It's like a combo. Oh. That looks good. 50 bucks on Amazon. So might it goes have in. to do some trial See, tests. It might be like, overkill at that point, honestly. It yeah. might be overkill, <laughs> but it could be nice. I don't know. I feel like for me, I generally. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would be too on the nose, so to speak. Like when it's locked in on your clitoris, that's my concern about Eva too, is that my when I'm like using my air pulser, it's going all over the place. It's not like hanging oh, out. Oh, really? Yeah, I like there's um there's some different pathways that she goes along, <laughs> <laughs> and eventually she's got a she route. yeah she's got a route and she ends up there. But like to hold it there, I think it'd be like very. <laughs> Too startling much, too much. for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a line that's crossed when you're in like a pain zone. It's like, well, this isn't gonna result in an orgasm, but it is an intense feeling. Yeah, whenever you just start to short circuit and your body's just <laughs> jolting. Um, one thing that Phil and I did for a little while was we had a like sex toy subscription box, which was really fun. Because then it's kind of like what Taylor and I were talking about earlier with the meal kits. It's like, oh, you'll try something that you wouldn't have otherwise or something like that. But we found that over the course of several months, it was just like a lot of things that were too similar to each other. Mm -hmm. And then it was too expensive. It's like, we don't need another one of those. So we stopped doing it. But it was fun for a little while. So what was something that y'all tried and you were like, oh, I never would have tried that otherwise? Um, There's like some nipple like warming chapstick basically type stuff cool and yeah i like hadn't really thought of that before yeah and what else there was a couple things in there that um we were like oh this is like one of our favorites one of the things that i we hadn't we probably wouldn't have bought on our own is one of those candles that melts into like Mm -hmm. massaging lube basically it's like a candle and becomes Mm -hmm. massage oil that came in one of them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then like a lot of dildos. So. Cool. <laughs> but it was it was a fun like little thing. It was like sex toys and health stuff. So it also came with like hand soap and <laughs> candles, actual candles for your house. Like <laughs> not sex candles. Cool and, combo. Yeah. Like some bath bombs. And that was nice because then we would take baths together and be like, oh, like now we have a bath time together and these like sexy new things to try. Mm. So it was good. It was like a cool combo of things. Yeah, I didn't think about that. like bath sex stuff. That could be nice. Or it's nice to like have a bath before and or after mm-hmm. sex in general. 
Yes. I'm personally a germaphobe, so having a mm-hmm. bath beforehand is a great way to start things off for me. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yes. Sex in the shower is something that I aspire to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> it's not as simple as it seems when one of you is the height five difference zero is impossible. and one of you is six two. <laughs> no, it's just, yeah, no. Yeah, I... <laughs> I'm picturing it. (laughs) But I picture it. I like even without the height difference, it's not something I've ever mastered. I like oral sex in the shower in either direction. I like that a lot because it feels very like you're immediately cleaned off. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, the clean off aspect is really... Yeah, like uh, height. shower, yeah. bath, hot tub sex, none of it does it for me. I also find that like because the water mm-hmm. it's like is a lot more Yeah, it's it's not as slick as like a nice lube or your own lubrication. Mm-hmm. And then uh the clean notion reminded me, I know not everyone in this room is a fan of it, but I do like having a sex blanket. Mm-hmm. That is like a nice, plush, soft blanket <laughs> with a waterproof layer. I don't use it all the time, but sometimes if I don't want to have to think about how much lube I'm going to use today or if I have to do laundry tomorrow, throwing that down's not bad. Long-term just, relationship stuff, just get ready for it, ladies. I'm just going to start using the Becca, <laughs> the blanket Becca gave me with her sexy body on it as my sex blanket. <laughs> Okay, you know what? We should make sex blankets so much sexier than they are. We should, because you know my beef with sex blankets. Is that they're not sexy. It's not the something you're going to pull out with a new relationship and be like, hold on, let me put this blanket down. It's not sexy. I like the concept of sex blankets. I think it's important. And everyone eventually has their, right? You have your sex towel. You have your, you know, stuff that you Mm -hmm. wipe stuff off with. So we all have it. But sex blankets, in my experience, when I've had them, they're like a deep red and it's laid out and you look like you're about to be sacrificed. <laughs> that could be sexy. Maybe you are. Maybe you are. You could do one that's like, um, it has a bunch of different positions on it. Uh, so then you can be scary. having sex and you'd be like, I want this one. Yeah. Go. Okay. I like that. Like Twister. Kind of. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Let me. Or yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sex blankets could be way sexier. They are not. They're not sexy. But if it's the difference between having sex or not having sex is you don't want to think about the laundry tomorrow. 100%. How messy is your bedroom getting? Not that messy. But (laughs) do I want to sleep on like a sex spot that night if I'm having sex before I go to bed? I Mm. do it all the time. It's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't like when you're like you're in bed afterwards. You're like, "Mm, there's cum under my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) I just like stickiness. That was my piece. Okay, I've said it. It's a good, you got to plug it. Because there's, we got to find a better way. We got to find a better sex There's got to be some well, good Well, it's sex like being able plug. to say, hey, I want to use lube. Because when you're younger, a lot of times you don't know you're allowed to say that or it never occurs to you. And I think the sex blanket's the same way. That Well, I literally dated someone who thought that be using lube meant that y'all both weren't sexy <laughs> like i wasn't lubricating enough which means he wasn't sexy you know like that's ridiculous it's insane that is not how human physiology works it's because in porn no one uses lube that's a lie actually they just don't, you don't show see well yeah no that's what i mean lube. though like uh, obviously they have to use lube or they'd all be 
a very unfortunate situation. But like, that's no one it. wants like, some vagina chafe. No, God, I just feel like a lot of people get their heads all fucked up because they don't see it happen in porn. So I don't think it happens in real life. Yeah, that's not a good way to judge things. The alcohol is really working for me. This is the most open I've been about sex ever. You've never been shy. Oh, what? Well. Yeah, Maggie, you're special. <laughs> oh, speaking. Okay, so sorry, this is a little heterocentric, Maggie, but um, have y'all ever used like uh, male sex toys? That's something that I've never really. Like cock rings? Yeah, like anything that would be used on a, a guy. I've never really like ventured into that area before, so I don't know. Guys are so much more standoffish about that stuff, I think. Um, from my experience, I don't know, or like not as sex interested, not standoffish at all about anything sex related. I know, <laughs> and, but but also we don't use a bunch of male sex toys. Um, I do have like a distant memory of maybe a cock ring a long time ago. I just don't think he dug it, mm-hmm. or a lot of the cock rings are made so have like a little vibrator that's supposed to hit your. Clitoris and stimulate you, and I just don't think it works nearly as well as you controlling something aim wise. Um, Yeah, it's a good question. I can't think of any experience I have. Mm. Right? I mean, a little bit of, a little bit of butt play, like action. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, butt plugs are you know that see they see no gender. That's what I love about them. (laughs) They're genderless. Yeah, but other than that, yeah. I can't. I, I can't. I'm trying to think of a dick specific, specific dick. And I've never used a cock ring. I don't think. Well, okay, no, I have used a cock ring. I've never enjoyed a cock ring. Yeah, I've never really looked into it. But I know, like, again, one one of our friends had said she was researching like male sex toys, and there's a lot more out there than you would think. Like, there's like new options coming out and stuff which it's, I hadn't yeah. really considered. It's definitely a growing market. I did notice when I was looking up the Satisfier air pull stimulator that I have mm-hmm. um, they have a new sex toy that's for men sort of like mm-hmm. a, a modern rendition of the Fleshlight but literally has I think like warming Oh, action in it and it like narrows at the front so it gives a lot of stimulation to the frenulum mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think male sex toys are definitely coming a long way on the technological front I was just I have a book that I love it's called Oh Joy Sex Toy and it's like a comic strip I should have brought it it's so cool and they basically do a review of sex toys it's a couple um, but they do this kind of visual review with comic mm-hmm. book characters. And it is really, really great. It's very educational, very helpful, and makes and you feel... And they've been doing it for like a decade at yeah. least, right? they've been yeah. doing it for... Like I remember the- seeing it in high school. Yeah, yeah, they've had a blog for a long time, and they've turned it into books. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I was reading one about a Fleshlight equivalent. It's not Fleshlight, but the same basic thing. And I was actually talking to my partner about it, and I was like, is this like... I guess I've never heard of someone having this. And he's like, yeah, I feel like... 
The idea is like if men have a masturbation sex toy, then you're a pervert, which doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. because men masturbate all the time. And <laughs> women are already perverts. Perverts don't need toys <laughs> to well, be yeah. a pervert. Men are perverts either way. <laughs> and like women, we all have toys. Well, we don't. Many women have toys to masturbate. And it's accepted that women have toys to masturbate. Yeah. But like why can't men have toys? To because I think there's this mentality that women are like uh, – our equipment is like flawed somehow or we like need help i think men it's like that mentality like oh if you're if your dick isn't working 100 percent of the time you can't just get it up and go then there's something wrong with you totally i think men rationalize it as like oh women need training wheels yeah for sex and that's what sex toys and i'm just like i exude sex like it's just this bullshit like macho mentality yeah, it's dumb. There, I feel like, yeah, it, it's interesting as much as we get in our heads about it. I feel like men get in their heads about it in different ways, but it's still just as damaging. How's the lesbian sex world? It's good. <laughs> Can't complain. Um, No, I mean, I think it's like with any with anybody, um, it can be awkward. Some people do things differently and mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, it's not, it's not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Some people like different stuff. Um, I was going to say earlier that um, I probably get to play more with gender roles than your average straight couple, which mm-hmm. can be really fun. Are we um, talking strap-ons? Yeah. Or like <laughs> or I would love ways. to wear a strap-on. Yeah, strap-ons. But I mean, I guess it, straight couples can have like dominant, do. dominant moments versus mm-hmm. non-dominant moments and that kind of thing. Too. Yeah. But, yeah. Just like. I don't know. I'm I'm a switch personally, so like I can be very dominant and I can be very submissive. Like I said, I'm always kind of like reactive to how my partner is. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, in addition to that, the queer community also opens a lot of doors. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's just like a whole, just so many options. What to do? Sometimes it's hard. It's like I just want to have boring sex today. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't want to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that today uh, in preparation for this was like, you know, there's a lot of interesting, intimate ways you can have intimacy and sex, but I have so much going on in my life that just having sex in my relationship in a tried and true fashion is great. Mm -hmm. And if I have like a Sunday afternoon that's totally open, do I want to spend it trying something new that might not pan out and be something either of us loves? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to spend that long afternoon hitting all the right spots the way I know is going to be an awesome afternoon? And that's like s- such a hard thing and it feels like, oh, you're so boring. I'm so boring. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's sort of a tough balance. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I definitely am like, sometimes if you know it works, just do that. Like, <laughs> Let's just do that. And it's like, well, at what point is that quote unquote boring? But like, who fucking cares? Is it working? (laughs) Yeah. Who fucking cares? Like, just have a good time. I said, I've never had sex with a woman in real life, but I've had many sex dreams with women and I'm always the dominant one, which I don't know what that says about me. Anyway. Well, um. I highly recommend trying it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, that I'm reminded so me. <laughs> I'm so drunk. <laughs> it. Better keep that in. The can we just that's end gotta be the, the podcast end. there? That's got to be the end credits. Yeah, that's got to be the very last thing.